All in the wrist. Wrist. Up. Down. Wrist. All in the wrist. Up. Down. Wrong stroke. Ah, very good. Up. Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one painting minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us again today are Mark and Patrick. Welcome back. Thanks. Hey, thanks. Good to be back. Heck yeah. This is uh, Minute 71 of The Karate Kid. It begins with spirits lifted and ends with uh, more breathing. Uh, So... (laughs) As we join Daniel and Miyagi today, Miyagi is leading Daniel out through his backyard, and Daniel is super excited. Time uh, to deflate him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, so he's like, oh my god, I didn't accomplish anything. Yeah, no sweat. Awesome. And uh, Miyagi's like, yeah, but first you, uh, you can accomplish painting this fence. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do, do you think do you think Miyagi is still kind of smarting from the uh, the blow to his ego? I mean, does he does Miyagi even have an ego? I don't know. I don't know. Is there any sort of ill will behind this? <laughs> he certainly seems to have an ego that was bruised. <laughs> yeah. Pretty. I mean, he's he, he might be getting over it quickly. I don't know. Yeah, Miyagi seems like he went to hold like something like that for for very too long. Yeah, to be like. He get hurt for like maybe like ten minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and it's almost like a, a this is it's also plays in the kind of Miyagi's sense of humor, you know, like oh well, he, you know, he thinks that's funny, and I think that's fun, you know. I'm gonna get one on him, you know. Um, I, I yeah, I don't think he was like seriously mad though, right? right yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder. I wonder what he kind of thought of that. Like, did he actually literally think it was beginner's luck, or, or was he kind of inspired? Like, hey, this kid might have something here. <laughs> <laughs> you think, you'd think he. I don't know. He he probably want should be thinking that way because he's his student, but he's just you know just in the moment. He's just it stings too much. Like yeah. We can't emphasize enough how how frustrating how frustrating that would be after a lifetime of trying that to see <laughs> someone do it that quickly. Like, and, like even the best of us would be would be really mad. I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it does come off as petty though. There's just this, think think you're good. Well, time for some manual labor. <laughs> what do we have? Uh, we're gonna paint. Um, so yeah, uh, Daniel is you know being let out and he's. Uh, you know, snipping away with his chopsticks. And I just love the Miyagi taking them away and then just putting a paintbrush in his hand and a can of paint. It kind of reminds me of the whole, uh, um, that, you know, after they made the pact, you know, um, how he just kind of slapped a, a wet sponge in his hand. <laughs> you know? Um, so this, this whole thing kind of confused me and I, I don't mean that kind of, I mean, do you guys think this is paint because, I don't, I don't know if this is a, a problem with Foley or if he's just calling this paint, but it sounds like it, it sounds like it's uh, it doesn't sound like paint. It sounds like something certainly just... it certainly looks like stain. Yeah. 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 It's more like staining the pots. 
it, and Steam Defense doesn't sound as cool as well. Yeah, I, I mean, in, English cool. isn't his first language, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paint the fence with stain. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah staining anything just sounds kind of gross. Yeah. Like stain the stain fence. Stain the fence. Stain up. Stain down. <laughs> gross. So that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, 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 it can be more water-based, um, it, you know, at least you can add water to it to really spread it out really well. So yeah, I, I really feel like this is stain. This isn't like brown paint. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it kind of gives wood. I, for, for those who don't know what staining is, it gives wood the, the, what I, I just put the wet look. <laughs> It's it's hair gel for wood. <laughs> it makes it look, uh, you know, just nice and shiny, and also uh, protects, protects it. it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, boy, last week I went into such great detail with my research on sanding, and everybody who listens to our podcast is like, "Oh boy, I can't wait to get to paint week." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I tried, and uh, it is so boring. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it, there's just nothing fun or interesting about staining wood that I could possibly pull out. Um, Matt, did you get anything? Mm, no, but I mean, like, you have any interesting think about the, if you think, <laughs> I was just trying to think, you know, how far back does painting go? And then it's like, you know, all the way back to the cave paintings. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Like the painting's been around a long, long time. <laughs> staining, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, staining. When who who first thought of staining? I don't know. I should have looked that up. Oh well. Uh, but uh, much like sanding, I guess it's good to stain with the grain of the wood. Um, so again, this is up and down, and you know you're not really wa watching where the grain is, which way the grain is pointing. So, mm -hmm. but maybe I don't know. People who just stain their fences really don't pay attention to the direction of the grain. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to watch it with the sanding, but. <laughs> yeah, it's, as long as it's coated, I don't think it matters, really. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Miyagi watches Daniel take some pokes at the fence with his brush. And uh, I just got to say right here, it almost looks like he's fencing. Am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it took me a second. Sorry. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Miyagi then stops Daniel with a classic, da, 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 which uh, <laughs> we always love. Um, and then he shows him the way he wants him to uh, paint the fence. And uh, yeah, first thing, it's all in the wrist. It's uh, keeping the hand, holding the brush, uh, palm down. He has to bring the brush up and down the board and just really... By, by doing that, you're just really committing that movement to uh, muscle memory. And uh, second, uh, the second rule of uh, paint the fence is don't look at Miyagi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at the fence. Mm -hmm. I, I, I noticed a little, like watching this minute over and over and over going, going, God, there's got to be something here. Uh, <laughs> I, I noticed, I think I've noticed a little flub. Um because Daniel uh, brings his arm down and then he looks at Miyagi and I think I think Ralph Macchio is waiting for him to be like, don't look at me, look at the fence. But then he brings the arm back up and then he brings the arm back down and then looks at uh, uh, Miyagi. And that's when Pat Morita finally catches the cue and goes, don't look at me, look at the fence. So I almost think that 
he almost jumped, uh, Ralph jumped the queue or Pat missed the queue. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was imperceptible to me. Yeah. <laughs> Only somebody watching it over and over is going to know. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> he does. He just kind of goes, huh, huh, huh. And then. Uh, now? No, no. Uh, the third rule is bend the knees. And I got to tell you, just watching him makes an out of shape person like myself, just my back ache. <laughs> Just my knees like tense, like just keeping your back straight and just having all that in your knees and your wrists. Uh, it's got to, it's got to build up some muscle. That's for sure. Yeah. It looks painful awesome. though. Um, and fourth, uh, don't forget to breathe. Matt, why is breathing so important? Because you want to make sure you don't run out of breath for one and for another is it's all about um being ready to take a strike <laughs> uh if you're controlling your breathing if you're not if you're not paying attention to your your abdominals if you take a, a kick or a punch in the gut you're just gonna you're you're gonna lose your breath basically so you gotta be in very uh, control of your breath in and out and be able to regulate that Oh, I just thought it was because you, you'd die. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you also have to remember to breathe, to live. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sorry. If you want the General really good rule of thumb. What? General good rule of thumb. Yeah. <laughs> always breathe. <laughs> I just love that. I always remember to breathe. You know, like he's breathing. Like, so it, it's not even just like breathing. It's like. What don't like hold your breath when you're doing stuff or, or yeah, you know, like, really watch it in out in out. Uh, I I looked up on the uh, net. Uh, always a great source of information. Uh, benefits of breathing properly during exercise include uh, you're you're doing it more comfortably, safely, and you can do it for longer periods of time. Uh, you can prevent injuries like hernias, uh, spikes in blood pressures, strain on blood vessels, back pain. Uh, it increases blood flow. It increases your ability to relax, and it helps you let go of distractions and stay focused on your exercise. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that, I think uh, Miyagi's all about focus. So that might yeah. be uh, that might be the biggest the biggest thing. But mm -hmm. I like what you're saying, Matt, about uh, you know, being not being all deflated when you all of a sudden take a hit, you you have some air in you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, whoo, man, I there is so much about this minute. I I feel like we've gone through so much. Um, I don't know if you. It was true. <laughs> um, you know, some... I just, again, I want to comment. Like I commented on the the roundabout way he's teaching him how to block to the side with the circular motion yeah. and now he's teaching him to block up and down with his wrist instead of his forearm and it's just not practical <laughs> <laughs> so if your arm is if your hand is bent down and you block <laughs> if you block a kick with a wrist that's gonna hurt <laughs> don't, yeah don't block things with your wrist if you can help it yeah it seems like there's a lot more intricate stuff going on in your wrist you know bone wise and you know, of mm -hmm. course, your veins and all that, uh, then there would be, and you're like deeper into your forearm. So, yeah, you, I mean, if you use your forearm, you can like kind of absorb and deflect right. much easier than you can 
on your wrist joint. I don't know how. Yeah, there's be. there's strength, there's stronger bones. I'm assuming in 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 the arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the arm, like in the forearm, it's like more like fat and more meat than like your wrist. Yeah. There's like joints in your wrist, and then mm-hmm. there's like more like the middle bones in the forearm. Yeah. You can't really work out your wrist and, and pump your wrist up and you're you're pretty much stuck with the wrist circumference that you're that you you start with. Yeah. Maybe you can maybe you can put some fat on there, but I don't know about muscle. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what uh you know, a lot of these uh 80s uh, karate dudes, they always wore their uh little wristband, you know, a little nice puffy <laughs> wristband kind of protect for protection. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that's what those little, little grip things are for. Like yeah. Little, little hand muscle things. Yeah. Working out your wrist. Yeah, sure. Uh, we actually brought up uh, the uh, importance of the wrist when we were in the, the Cobra Kai Dojo many, many minutes ago. Uh, how maybe doing push-ups on your knuckles is better for you because it keeps that wrist straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh well, it's a lot harder <laughs> i mean yeah yeah <laughs> uh all right well i don't know if you guys have anything else for this minute um but we want to get into our wednesday question now you guys are all caught up on cobra kai right yes yeah yeah, yeah you're deep into that so um cobra kai i feel like it it was inspired especially by this whole internet notion of, well, you know, if you really watch the Karate Kid, Daniel LaRusso is, is actually the main antagonist of the movie. And so that got kind of blown up into uh, like a How I Met Your Mother thing and then some Funny or Die videos. And then now we have Cobra Kai. And I, I think it's I think luckily the, the show seems a bit more balanced where you can see things from both points of view. Yeah. But I mean, what do you guys think from, from your points of view, watching the karate kid? Um, I mean, it, Patrick, did you watch karate kid before Cobra Kai? Yeah. Cause if it was yeah. in the theater, here's okay. So what do you guys think? They, do you consider Daniel the antagonist of, uh, the karate kid? Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to think about, I guess. I think if you really looked from like a certain perspective, then, like, from a then, certain point of view. <laughs> from, yeah. If you look just from a certain point of view, the antagonist would change, the protagonist, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Because in Krobukai, it obviously looks like, um, what's his name? Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, Johnny Lawrence have, had like kind of a tough life, kind of, with his drinking and his son, kinda, and then mm-hmm. when um, Daniel with Kokai, it basically showed his entire childhood between all those movies. So I feel like Kokai is showing, hey, maybe, maybe, just maybe, Dan Daniel's son isn't all. He's not basically. As perfect good. as he seems. <laughs> yeah. He's not the good guy, but he's also not the bad guy. But yeah. looking then, at this movie uh, itself, what do you think? 
in, in the Karate Kid. Um, I think, yeah, in Karate Kid, he's he's the protagonist. Yeah, I, exactly. I think, uh, <laughs> Sorry, ahead, Mark. To bring it back, because I, because you actually came on. Um, I did a very short-lived How I Met Your Mother podcast that you actually came on for an episode. Oh now. my god, that was. <sighs> At many least... many years ago, it was like in the third or fourth, third or fourth season of How I Met Your Mother. That's crazy. So it was many seasons before William Zatka and Ralph Macchio showed up yeah. on How I Met Your Mother. I, I don't think they. Had, I don't remember if Barney had even brought brought it up yet. Right. On How I Met Your Mother at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, like Patrick was saying, I think like from a certain point of view, at least in Cobra Kai, they find they do a good way of kind of showing it from both perspectives and there's times where you're, you get upset with uh daniel in that show and then there's other time to get upset with, with johnny and you're like if you guys could just see the point of view of the other person on the same thing you wouldn't be acting like this and you could probably work together and it would probably be much better for both of you if you did that yeah but Will you guys just talk yeah <laughs> Like like Miyagi says, it's all about balance. So mm-hmm. uh, that show does a good job of balancing the kind of protagonist antagonist thing between them. But definitely within the the first film, Daniel is definitely the protagonist because they like like even in Cobra Kai when they try to show like flashbacks of like how Johnny is seeing stuff, you can still see that he's clearly just being a jerk. Yeah. And leveling up stuff that didn't really need to be escalated. <laughs> yeah. He just sees out. Al- he sees Allie with anybody. He just sees, he goes, sees red immediately. <laughs> yeah. It's just no stopping. It's like that Kill Bill thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Bruce Banner with the eyes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, Awesome. Thanks for sharing uh, your opinions on that. I it, I think, you know, I've, we've gotten maybe like one person that said yes, uh, but mainly because he does he, he does do things that kind of escalate uh, Johnny on, on, just because he's he's so sore about uh, the other times like he got thrown off a cliff. You know? right. <laughs> so, but um, anyway, Um well, I bet you guys think you survived two minutes of Karate Kid Minute that you can accomplish anything. Matt, <laughs> what chores do we have for these guys? <laughs> uh, how can we make a karate lesson out of do my laundry? <laughs> oh, well, the, the, the fold the jacket, right? That, oh, yeah. Which, which movie is that from? <laughs> <laughs> that, the one that doesn't exist. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mark, Patrick, thank you again for joining us. Do you want to come back on Friday for another Karate Kid Minute? Yeah, that sounds pretty nice. Definitely. <laughs> uh, as for us, uh, please send us feedback. Karate Kid Minute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or join the Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Just search for Karate Kid Minute on Twitter and Facebook. You'll find us. Uh, and also, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever fine podcasts are served. And until next time. We kick away the competition. Yeah, Luso Automobile. Strike first. That's it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What's the rest of it? Oh.
Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>